millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast. Starring Dave Schilling, Rory Sparrow, Winford Boynes, Joey Devine, Yami Sangodegi, Rich Simkus, Perry Bromwell, Sean Keane. Thanks to our Patreons. Queen Ozymandias, Brian Hickey, George Pagel, musical guest Avril Levine, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of Round Ball Rock, and we are back after... Uh, a week off because I was sick, as you can probably hear now. Um, so sorry about taking that week off, but we're back, baby, because the oh, yeah. season is here. Media Day was here. That Fucking voice you hear. Day. That voice you hear is Sean Keen. Sean, permanent co-host. Hey. Keen. Hey, how's it going? Sorry to jump in there. I just got so excited about Media Day, man. So I, sick. Uh, I gotta say, I, the confidence level in my projected over unders. Really swung, given some of the responses I saw from Media Day. All I so. know is every team is going to run hard. They're mm-hmm. going to play faster. Uh, everybody's lost between 25 pounds of fat, but uh-huh. added 45 pounds of muscle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to um, really make fun of uh, the Lakers because Dwight Howard has said he lost 25 pounds, and Avery Bradley said he lost 40 pounds. Uh-huh. And then I learned that Golden State Warrior um, Omari Spellman uh, claims that he has lost 40 pounds since Summer League. Yeah, he said he weighed 315 pounds in Summer League. Uh, uh, and now he claims he weighs 265, I believe. Oh, uh, man. Well, 
Look, God bless all those guys. I'm yeah. sure all three of them are going to have a tremendous season. I actually um, believe Dwight, though. I will say that because Dwight uh, looks like the RZA now. Well, he he has claimed to have lost between 20 and 25 pounds three summers in a row. But this so time that, he looks... I'm just saying he probably only weighs 195 pounds now. <laughs> he looks very... Uh... Almost emaciated, I would say. I mean, there was an incredible story about uh, how uh, Frank Vogel was excited that Dwight Howard was hitting people so much in practice. Uh And I don't think there's any way that could possibly backfire Uh with this extremely healthy, youthful team. Sean, did you see, by the way, Frank Vogel's press conference? (laughs) I did not watch it. Uh, He opened it with... Hey, what's up, Laker fans? I swear to God, all <laughs> depressed the same exact way. <laughs> Is he like a vlogger on the side? Because that sounds no like... Uh, hey, guys. Hi, Laker fans. We can't talk about this much longer no, because so right, we have right. a jam-packed show. It's the first of our division previews, uh, which, if you remember last year, uh, mm-hmm. we do one per division. Yeah. Uh, are there any other rules? We've retired some of the bits, I will say. Yeah, we've, I think we've said about all we can say about ass eating in the NBA. And also being bold. Uh, seeing yeah, as that, that is... commercial hasn't run in two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the bold, the be bold now means uh, putting out a movie in 2019 where a 75 year old action star shoots <laughs> a bunch of Mexican people. Uh huh. Um, Stallone is a real weirdo, guys. Uh, I love him. I mean, I don't love his politics, but I love him. Um, Did you, are you going to see Last Blood no, or Final? I don't Blood like the or... Rambo movies very much, honestly. It's not. It's not really. The like... first one's really good. Yeah. Um, the rest of them are pretty bad. <laughs> they're in yeah, fact well, they're one... like. Uh, I always say that like. The interesting thing about Sylvester Stallone is it seems like he uses up all of his humanity to play Rocky Balboa every couple of years uh-huh. and then is like a Hollywood monster. Right, right. Um, so he, I, Rocky is Stallone's Dr. Jekyll. And I would say Rambo is his Mr. Hyde. It's like always at his like most hubristic and gross with bad politics you know what i mean yeah 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 yeah. he's he's (laughs) fighting in like afghanistan or i mean i heard that the inspiration for this movie was that um you know rambo's on the run he's hiding out and uh they make a computer fight between him and uh like a a village of peasants (laughs) and he decides he has to he has to kill a few hundred more people so, Sean, what is our first division we're doing? And uh, uh, you wrote a little thing this year again. I did. I did. Last year, we compared the divisions to uh, the cast of Friends. There's six of one, six of the other. Uh, this time, we're starting with the Atlantic division. And uh, we're going to compare these divisions to the six members of the Oceanic Six from Lost. And I'm sure you're wondering which one. Which one the Atlantic Division is? It is uh, it's Kate. Kate, you know, you remember Kate oh, yeah, from Lost? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I do. 
uh, all these teams blew up their rosters in the offseason. She blew up her dad's house. Mm-hmm. How she, uh, she has weird visions like Kyrie. She is a fugitive who is constantly waiting to be punished for her crimes, mm-hmm. like James Dolan. Uh, she switches partners between Jack and Sawyer, like Kyrie Irving and Al Horford did. And she was rescued in a small boat on the ocean, just like Mark Gasol did to those refugees. And uh-huh. also, just like Kate, this division is fucking overrated. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. Um. Well, I also wrote a little thing. Oh, good. Uh, there's six. Um, uh, there, there are, of course, uh, six divisions. Um, and uh, there are also, Sean, six members of Slipknot. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, That kind of clown rock band from Iowa? Is that how you describe them? <laughs> sure. Sure. Uh, I'm going to say... Th- Clown Rock is fine, I guess. Uh, but yeah, the the Atlantic Division is is of course number seven. So oh, that's okay. guitarist. Huh. <laughs> um. So Sean, which way do we want to go? Do we want to go from best or worst? Um, I either way is okay with me. I had them organized by their their over under total. Oh, perfect. But but yeah, we could go either way. Well, let's, let's let's go. Let's start at the top. Okay. Um. All right. Your first team in the Atlantic Division is, of course, the Philadelphia 76ers. Last year, they went 51 and 31, uh, third in the East. They beat the Nets four to one, lost to Toronto four to three on the weirdest bounce ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, their expected record uh, is 48 and 34. Their eighth in offense. 15th in defense and pace. Wow, you really went analytical here. Uh, eighth. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said goodbye to Amir Johnson and Greg Monroe. Katie Heindel is uh, uh, shedding several tears right now. Beside herself. I don't think Amir has signed anywhere yet either. Uh, <laughs> they also said goodbye, of course, to. Uh, Racist Philadelphia fan favorite TJ McConnell, and mm-hmm. of course, uh, he he went from being a folk hero in Philadelphia to now he'll be a folk hero in Indiana. Uh, oh my God, that's like I, I can't <laughs> believe he wasn't already on that team. By the way, uh, just so we're clear, uh, Indiana now has three TJs. Great, Warren uh, and Leaf. They and should McConnell. hire TJ Ford to coach. Oh, yeah, they really should. Uh, they also said goodbye to actual folk hero, Boban Marjanovic. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said goodbye to racist dookie J.J. Redick. Mm-hmm. Secret mm-hmm. Fa- uh, what happened to his secret family, though, Sean? Um, well, I believe that... Um, so, he lived... In, as we all know, he lived in Brooklyn. He played in Philadelphia. That's gotta be the location of his secret family, right? I think, yes. I, I believe our official position is that he's said goodbye to both families. <laughs> because his his wife got caught up in a preschool scandal in Brooklyn. Um, and New Orleans is a good place to disappear, you know? It's true. It is. It's the number, it might be the number one place to disappear, actually. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. Uh, um, and of course, they also said goodbye to Fortnite hater Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so game on, fellas. Uh, they re-signed Tobias Harris, James Ennis, and the emoji emoji most baits, Mike Scott. Um, and they've said hello to uh, Trey Burke. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warul Neto. Wow, a lot of... Uh-huh. A lot of Utah Jazz backup point guards going on. <laughs> um, uh, the draft pick Matisse Teibel, uh-huh. Josh Richardson, and a boon for the Jewish population in the state of Pennsylvania. Bar mitzvah man himself, Kyle O'Quinn. Oh my god. And their big free agent acquisition, uh, the a man who possibly invented refusing to play center for no reason, Al Horford. <laughs> he he was kind of the king. Although I believe Chris Webber actually pioneered that. Yeah, but don't you think Chris Webber also just wanted to get away from Don Nelson and that was his excuse? I mean, maybe. He didn't play center anywhere else. <laughs> fair point, fair point. Uh, well... He did play center for the Golden State Warriors. Like, eventually, uh, he years came around. And years later, uh, just in just in time to knock them out of the playoffs, even though they won forty eight <laughs> games. Um, the over under, Sean, uh-huh. fifty five wins. But before we answer the question, are they going over or under? I've got some more questions for you. Hell yeah! Answer these questions three. I'm the I'm the Atlantic Division uh, fucking troll. Uh, this starting five has only one tattoo combined: Josh Richardson on his wrist. That's weird, right? I think so. I was I was looking to see if there was there were other teams that were like that, and I believe um the like two thousand. 13 warriors started four five tattoo free guys at the time mm-hmm. i mean steph, steph curry has his weird tattoo a bunch yet. Of tattoos <laughs> i don't think clay barnes or bogut have tattoos and i'm pretty sure david lee doesn't either. i think bogut does but not where they're visible yeah, right? I mean that's. I think he's got a Pepe the Frog on his. Uh, ass, oh right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and it has the Hitler mustache, and also he has that weird, gross drawing that, uh, like, the worst internet people do, where it's like a man wearing a paper happy face while like crying under under the mask. You know that one? Uh-huh. <laughs> that uh... disgusting internet art style that everyone yeah. hates. <laughs> I'm actually I'm actually completely wrong about this. Um Andrew Bogan does have a big back tattoo. He says it has a bunch some Australian stuff and some Croatian stuff uh-huh. in it too. Probably That's racist. Probably paramilitary. Uh <laughs> it probably also says st- like <laughs> it probably says terrible things about Aboriginal people, right? And Steph Curry actually had a uh tattoo on the inside of his left wrist yeah, that yeah, said that- CC. We got that in college because it's the Davidson motto. Yeah. Great. Trust, commitment, care. Don't look, don't give our friend, friend of the podcast, Corbin Smith, more reason to make fun of Steph Curry, please. Yeah. Um, uh, best is Azili, though, tattoo free. So he's got that going for him. Anyway, they're just balancing because Mike Scott has so many tattoos, right? 
David Lee just has his own initials over his right shoulder blade. Yeah. That's weird. I mean, when you when your initials are DL too, uh-huh. just it makes Hugh it seem Lee. like he's going to get injured or he is No, he's a big fan of the worst the worst king of comedy. Oh, oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Yes, you're correct. Sorry. Um uh, All right. Here's my question. Uh, here's a real question for you, Sean. Uh-huh. This team got bigger than last season. Mm-hmm. Is that a weird choice? Yes, because I felt like watching them last year, there were moments where it was like, this is the biggest basketball team I've ever seen. Uh-huh. And then they got a little bit like Tobias Harris is now the small forward, the starting small forward. Yes. Um, Finally living out Mello's dream. Yeah. of not having to play power forward ever (laughs) yeah smart and final mellow is ready to go um yeah and and i mean it makes sense in that um they were absolutely terrible when joel Embiid was not on the court uh in that raptor series and now he's just gonna play 30 minutes a game all year instead of playing a ton of minutes at the start of the year for no reason. And Horford will just sub for him. So it's like Tobias Harris is the backup power forward. Al Horford's the backup center. Mm-hmm. So it makes, it makes sense. Um, and then I guess Mike Scott is everyone's backup and bodyguard. Uh-huh. Um, it does seem a little bit weird. I was, I'm into, I'm into them losing a JJ and a TJ. I think just just in general, that's well, a good move. But here's a question: We know to eat, look, put TJ aside uh-huh. because TJ, uh, even though if I showed you a picture of TJ McConnell and told you his name was TJ McConnell and asked you, uh, "What do you think this guy does on a basketball court?" Your uh-huh. first answer would be like, "Oh, he's like a three point shooter, right? He could not shoot threes at all." No. Uh, no. But J.J. Redick was their only shooter last year. Yeah, he shot a little under 40%. Are he's, they, a, he's a very good shooter. Are they missing some shooting? I think that, I think, yes, 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 they are. I mean, Al Horford is weirdly, um, was I, I think he had the highest three-point percentage of anyone on the roster last year, I think. I mean, not counting Reddick, but like of these guys on right. this team, um, and Josh Richardson, his percentage will go up because uh, they're not asking. The Heat asked him to like create his own shot a lot last year for mm-hmm. reasons that I do not understand. But uh, uh, yeah, I guess like Waiters was out, or so yeah, he's um, what did he shoot last year? It like 30, 35, 35, 36%. Yeah. He's a 37%. So it's not bad. It's more that I don't really think it's more that Ben Simmons not shooting at all from any kind of distance does make things a little bit weird right. in that. Um, <laughs> the thing, the thing that I noted, I thought their defense was a lot better than it actually was uh-huh. last year. Um, and so that's the point where I'm like, maybe, maybe that is going to counteract the lack of Reddick shooting 
that J.J. Redick is no longer mm-hmm. playing defense. I also assume, again, I don't have synergy sports track or anything, but I assume that T.J. McConnell is probably not shutting guys down. Mm-hmm. Except in terms of, like, calling their, you know, like, asking to speak to their manager. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. All right. I've got two more questions. we got to blow yeah. through them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brett, ba- Brett Brown is 58 years old, Sean. How yes. old is he going to look by the end of the season? Because, 70. Yeah. <laughs> because oh, as I've explained before, uh, Brett Brown looks like... Uh, <laughs> he looks like uh, if you were doing like a metrosexual update of Death of a Salesman. Yeah, yeah, that's he a very like, good description. He looks like if uh, if the queer eye for the straight guys uh, <laughs> um, updated Willie Loman. That is what yeah. he looks like, but not the current queer eye, like the Bravo original queer eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he's gonna look somewhere in between modern day Don Nelson and modern day Greg Popovich. Okay, I like it, uh, and he's fifty eight, so. Uh, Pop is 70, I think. Yeah, and I think uh, Don Nelson's 75, right? Yeah, he's pretty old. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, my final question, Sean. Uh, It's not one you wrote down. Oh, okay. Uh, Their rookie, Matisse Teibel, Mm -hmm. already hurt his ankle. Oh. Uh, What is he in for the rest of the year? It's a good question, because last year they... They managed to poison Zaire Smith and almost kill him. Uh-huh. What happened the year before? Uh, I get, I get, was that, did Embiid miss most of the year that year? No, uh, no, no. Uh, you're forgetting a major piece of the 76ers puzzle. Uh, was that Ben Simmons missed the whole year? Yes, no. Ben Simmons missed the whole year with a foot injury. That was not ago, last right? year, though. You're, you're oh, this missing... also happened last year. Yeah, something happened, or, uh, yeah, no. Their first overall pick, who's no longer oh, on the team, oh, right, they right. broke forever. <laughs> yeah, he had thoracic outlet syndrome. Uh-huh. And they called it the yips. Yeah, right. That, that, <laughs> that scientific term, the yips. So that happened two years ago. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, that's not good. Uh-huh. That these, well, also, this is on the heels with... Joel Embiid missing a couple years. Didn't Nerlens Noel sit out his first season too? He sure did. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I I don't think you can count on Matisse Tybel for a lot of minutes, Joey. No, I don't think so. Maybe in like two years he'll finally take the court. <laughs> Zaire mean, Smith, I think, is still trying to gain the weight back. Yeah, because uh, he was allergic to something and they fed it to him and he almost died. All right, next. Okay, Sean, over under 55 wins for the Philadelphia 76ers. I think that's, I think it's an under. I mean, wow. I do think they're going to be better. Like the defense should be really, really good. Like that, that starting lineup is four pretty good defenders, I think. And then I don't know that Tobias Harris is necessarily terrible, but, um, but also they went 51 and 31 last year and I just I I would pick them at like a 53 win team. So I would go under. Uh I'm taking the over actually. Oh, I can't. Okay. Um I think that this team uh 
I think the rest of the East sucks ass, and this team is pretty good. Yeah, like, I expect to see this team in the Eastern Conference Finals. I think that's right. I think I think so. Because, um, not to, well, I'll get to it later, but... You know, one of the, I think I think some of the other teams in this division are not going to be as good as people think. Yes. Um. All right. Let's go to our next team, the dreadful Boston Celtics. Ooh. Last year they Ooh. went forty nine and thirty three for good for fourth in the East. They Bill Simmons sw- picked sixty seven and fifteen. Yeah. Uh, they swept Indiana. Got swept. I wish I'd said they went sixty seven and whatever. <laughs> um, they swept Indiana. Got swept by Milwaukee. Coach Brad didn't get laid. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, they had to say goodbye to big man and f- my favorite white man, Aaron Baines. Marcus Morris, everybody's favorite twin. Who doesn't love a twin? Terry Rozier, the heart of the team. Al Horford, oh God. See you later, Al. You stabbed us in the back, you freak. (laughs) And the worst thing that's ever happened to Boston, and that includes that time uh, those white people tried to stab that black guy in the heart with an American flag. (laughs) Kyrie Irving. (laughs) But it's going to be a good year. They got rookies, Grant Williams, who is uh, very short and fat, but the analytics love him. <laughs> they got a guy named Romeo Langford, who I think uh, was a character in the football movie The Replacement, starring Keanu Reeves. <laughs> they also got rookie Carson Edwards, who I don't know if you, I don't know if you believe this, Joe House. But uh, I saw him in Summer League. I think he's like a... I think he could be rich man Steph Curry. Oh, uh, I can't believe that, Bill. Oh, my God. Sorry, I'm I've been 27 trip at once. They also brought in uh, Ennis Cantor, which I'm not going to say anything about because I actually support the dictator in Turkey. <laughs> and finally... They brought in the greatest player in the history of the Boston Celtics. Somebody who's going to help us win it all. He's going to prove how big of a genius our our man Coach Brad is. They brought in Kemba Walker. Sure, he's 5'9", but he's got the heart of a champion. No Ewing theory here. All right, Sean. Um... (laughs) Uh, Boston's front court defense. Let's talk about that. Uh, yeah. they look, it looks pretty terrible, right? If you're it looks really bad. Ignis Cantor, uh, for Al Horford. Um, what white big man can they add midseason? Oh, that's a good question. Um, so I think they don't want, they never want to bring anyone back because the media's already like diced up the corpse by that time. Uh huh. So I'm thinking maybe Miles Plumley joins this team because otherwise their their power their defenders at power forward are uh, Jason Tatum and Grant Williams, and then they've got Canner and Robert Williams. Uh, I don't know. Like like is Taco Fall gonna make the team now? Taco Fall is for sure making this team, 
But, so I guess uh, that's their defensive presence now. I think they're playing Time Lord a lot, baby. And you know how much I hate calling him Time Lord. But yeah. uh, I think Lob Williams is going to get some run here. I mean, I think they might have to start playing like Marcus Smart at center. I mean, what they're going to play Hayward at the four, right? Isn't that actually the answer? Um, Hayward, I mean, Tatum, I guess... Brown together? Well... Wait, playing playing who together? Tatum, Hayward, and Brown together. Yeah, and then, and then with uh, Smart and Kemba. Well, that's really small. Or I mean, I don't know. I mean, this I, team doesn't make any sense to me. I'm no, gonna be man, honest. They, it's very they, weird. It's a weird team. Right, and it's like, oh, they are gonna they're gonna play hard. They're gonna defend, and they're gonna play the right way. And I guess that's right. But um, you know, Kemba Walker is a good player. Just, um, it does not seem like their defense is going to be great. Uh, I like Daniel Tice, actually. I think he could be, uh, an Aaron Baines replacement. (laughs) So they replaced that guy. I don't know about the rest of the team, but, um. Yeah, I don't, um, I mean, I'm looking at Daniel Tice and I'm like, yeah, I guess I can see that. Um. (laughs) I mean, I don't think he's a starting center or anything, but I think he's like, he can play center for them. Supposedly, oh, he's 27. Um, Supposedly, the team wants to let those centers run. I mean, people actually like Grant Williams. People that I trust know things about basketball. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was, um, wasn't he like way up there on those Cosmos draft rankings? I think he's like, he's like short and, uh, Again, round, but has, like, super long arms. So, I don't know. He might be their starting center. Whatever. Yeah. Um, no, it's just it's just a really small team. <laughs> just Especially just considering what we just heard from Philadelphia. Because, okay, so normally, you're countering a team like Philadelphia. You've got, like, a smaller, quicker lineup, and guys are just going to be shooting threes. Uh Boston does not really have the three-point shooting necessarily, though. <laughs> no. Like, like Marcus Smart's not going to help you. I don't think Jalen Brown particularly shoots three as well. And then Tatum should shoot seems, threes, but instead he likes yeah. to dribble two times into a contested long two. So, yeah, so I don't know if that's a very good matchup. I mean, honestly, Boston. the answer might be playing Tatum at center. Which just seems crazy. I don't know. Wasn't he playing center for the seventh place FIBA World Cup team at Portland? Oh, you're right. You're right. Never mind. He's got the experience now. <laughs> um, let's bring that up, actually. Four of Boston's players combined to finish seventh at the FIBA World Cup. Is there any reason to think they'll do better in the NBA playoffs? No. Like, they couldn't handle Luis Scola, right? Um, I oh, no, do they, think they... there's a yes, and it's because there are definitely more NBA teams in the East that are worse than some of those FIBA World than Cup like, teams. Yeah, like, how would Serbia do against the Washington Wizards this year? <laughs> Dominate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they should be... Okay, they are probably going to be better than seventh. I mean, people... Look, I don't want to skip ahead here. Uh-huh. Uh but people have the Orlando Orlando Magic at like third in the East this year. I mean it's weird because they were 
they sort of got way better once they realized that Mo Bamba was not ready this sure. season. Um, I'm just saying, I think this team could still beat the Orlando. <laughs> right, Magic. right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's fair. That's fair. Um, as much as I hate to give Danny Ainge uh, a compliment, if that's a compliment, uh, I guess it is. Um, all right, our final. I honestly like the guys they drafted. I, love, I just don't. Yeah, me too. I, I like Carson necessar- Edwards. Yeah, yeah, he, he rolls. Even Langford's like, like that's where you should pick him if you're going to take him. Yeah. I just don't know that any of them are going to be that helpful this year, except maybe Grant Williams. Oh, Grant Williams. Will he was probably. really good in summer league. Not that yeah. that means anything, uh, as us Anthony Randolph stands know. Yeah. Um, I do. I do like that. It's going to be such a weird team, though. Like Grant Williams at center. Why not? Like, is he? He's like their second best option. All right. Let's talk about Jalen Brown. Yes. Uh, Jalen Brown and uh, says he and the Celtics are far apart on a contract extension. Yeah, How I, long will it take for the Boston media to start running Brown out of town? I'm gonna say. I'm going to say there's going to be a little bit of rumbling when the official date comes past, even if there's no hope and they're both like, no, we're just going to become restricted. So that's around like a week before Halloween. Mm -hmm. Is that when you have to make that decision? So I'm going to say that Thanksgiving, that's going to be the point when we start hearing rumors about how he's a bad teammate or that like that you're hearing that he's focused on his contract and he's not focused on the team and uh, there will be some like eh, Hayward looks better than him in practice. I'm I don't say Thanksgiving. Think, I actually don't think it's going to happen uh, because I think they're going to be too focused on Jason Tatum not being an MVP again. <laughs> oh well, right. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that he's on the hot seat now. Um. So because look, I like Jalen Brown more than I like most of the players on the Celtics, uh, uh-huh. and I think. Based on what Danny Ainge has done pick-wise, I think he's going to have to sign him. Uh, do you think he's going to get that extension or just wait till he is restricted? I don't know. Uh, but he's just, he's not going anywhere. He's going to have to sign him. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, you'd think, but you never, you're never safe in that town. Mookie Betts won the MVP last year. <laughs> he's about to get traded. <laughs> They fired their GM less than 12 months after winning the World Series. Well, they had to keep the guy named JD. <sighs> well, uh, like, which guy sounds more Boston, Sean? Mm-hmm. JD or Mookie? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Even with that Latino last name, <laughs> they're going to be like, no, we got to keep this dude. Uh, all right. Over-unders 49 and a half. What do you think, Sean? Man, you're convincing me by how terrible the East <laughs> is. But, like, on paper, I just don't see how this is a 50-win team. Mm-hmm. The thing is, they're going to be better in the regular season. They're just going to lose in the playoffs. Right. I'm going to say a, so I'll pick them at exactly 50 wins. I'm going over, and I hate it. I am also going over, and I hate it. <laughs> All right, your world champion, Toronto Raptors. Last year, they went 58 and 24. Good for second in the East. 
They beat Orlando 4-1, the 76ers 4-3, and the Bucks 4-2. I'm not sure I remember what happened in the finals. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I just know I'm getting sick again thinking about it. All right, their expected record, 56-26, and 26, uh, which that seems wrong. Uh, their offense, fifth in no, offense. No, no, that's, oh, last sorry, that's year, their last expected. Year, sorry. Yeah, yeah. They, over, they, over they overshot perform. by two wins. Got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were fifth in offense, fifth in defense, and only fifteenth in pace. Uh, they said goodbye to NBA champion Jody Meeks, NBA mm-hmm. champion Jeremy Linsane in the membrane Linsanity, uh, NBA champion Danny Green, and Kawhi the Boardman Leonard. Uh, they are. They did bring back. Patrick, personal three-peat McCaw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had to pay going... Pat Riley a percentage on that. <laughs> he's, going, he's going for his personal four-peat this year. Uh-huh. Uh, wait, what did Pat Riley, uh, what was his four-one? Uh, four-word. Oh, it's so oh, bad. It's so terrible. <laughs> uh, and they so and they lost all those guys, and they uh, brought in Stanley Johnson, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, and Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, who are like, the same guy, basically. Stanley Johnson and Rondé Hollis yes. Jefferson? Yeah. Uh, Just Stanley Johnson was, like, a better high school player. Yeah. Uh, and they also brought in Cameron Payne, mm-hmm. uh, who, friend of the pod, Julian Rodriguez, once described as the city mouse to Alfred Payton's country mouse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I, I listed this as a question, Joey. I'm just going to bring it up now. Don't Stanley Johnson and Rondé Hellas Jefferson absolutely seem like guys that would be on, like, the 2008 Raptors? Yes, absolutely. Because like, um, they're thick boys. They're not yeah, really yeah. long guys. They're thick no. guys. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Um, <laughs> all right, my first question for you, Sean. Is it a sign of the decline of the American empire under Trump that we surrendered the NBA title to Canada? Yes, and that's why I think um, we need an electrified moat at the Canadian border full of snakes and alligators. Uh, I think that's why we're impeaching Trump, so we can get the <laughs> NBA championship back. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, we don't want the Raptors to, to visit the White like, House. Who cares about the rule of law? That went out the window three years ago. It's about getting the NBA championships back. <laughs> yeah, we invade for the Larry O'Brien trophy and nothing else. And let's be honest, the rule of law went out the window in around 2001. All right, Raptors have four contract year guys. Lowry, Gasol, Ibaka, Van Vliet. Is this good motivation? Or is this the year Masai finally gets his wish and gets to blow up this team? Yes. So your (laughs) your theory has been that Masai Ujiri has been wanting to blow up the Raptors. Since he took this job. But they've just been too good to do it. And then he managed to flip uh franchise player demar Derozan, um for Kawhi. um i kind of think it's both because i do think all of these guys are guys who are going to be motivated to get that last contract i mean van vliet is not his last contract but the other three guys i think it is uh-huh. um especially if Serge Ibaka has to declare his actual age think, this year. I think Lowry gets another contract, actually. 
Uh, well, like not a huge get, one, but I think he gets like a three or four year deal around twelve from somebody. Well, yeah, that's that's what I mean. I mean, yeah. this sorry, the contract they get this summer oh sorry is sorry. their last yeah, yeah, is yeah. their last one. Yeah, sorry, yeah. that's that's all I mean. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Kyle Lowry is going to continue to be a good basketball player for as long, kind of as long as he wants to be. Yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, I think it's great. I think it's good for both reasons. Like, mm-hmm. like I think they will be motivated, and I also think Masai is just going to be able to like sit back and. My guess, if I had to guess, is that maybe one of those guys gets traded, but but I think he'll probably just keep them all. I and, you also know, let the contracts expire. I don't want to. We'll talk about keeping them. I also think they're he's keeping them all too. Um, I, at least give him a shot at defending the title. All right, Sean. My last. Like we saw what the Celtics look like this year. Jesus. My next question is: yeah. uh, Will Nick Nurse join broken social scene? Uh, is this the year? Yeah, I think they're down to only seventeen members right now, <laughs> so they've got a couple of spots open. Yes. Uh, I think I think they're a little too hard for him. Oh, I think oh, he's he... joining stars. Mm. Do you think he? Do you think he could do a duet with Feist? Sure. But still, there's a lot of noise in a broken social scene song. You know what yeah, I mean? Stars is like softer broken social scene. He's joining stars. Okay. Um, <laughs> their over under is forty six. Sean, what do you got? I'm I'm a solid over. Me with these too. Guys. Like, like you look at this team and you look at the Celtics and it's again the ad- Celtics are like more famous, but adults just win basketball games. I say this yeah. every year. <laughs> Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, okay, so they are not going to be as good with Kawhi. Are they going to be 10 games worth? Okay, so Kawhi's out and Danny Green is out. Both very good players. Yes. But they're going to be 12 games worse? I just don't really see it. Me either. They're, they're a pretty deep team. Yeah, uh, and they still have Pascal Siakam. Yeah. Yeah, they have Pascal Siakam, <laughs> who's going to be an all-star. And Marcus Gasol is still good. And I don't know. Like, I don't I don't think it's going to be such a giant drop-off from Danny Green to Norman Powell. No. Maybe maybe the, maybe the depths of the bench aren't going to be as good. But, you know, maybe Stanley Johnson figures it out a little bit. Like, you have to realize they, the, they won the NBA title with – Zero from OG Ananobi. Yeah, who's well, I be think it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I I think that I think that over under is a little bit low. Yeah, me too. Uh, I think it's like forty eight. Yeah. Um. All right, Sean. The Brooklyn Nets. Last year they went forty two and forty. Good for sixth in the East. They lost to Philly four to one. Their expected record last year was forty one and forty one. Uh, 19th on offense, 14th in defense. Their pace was 11th. Uh, they said goodbye to slammed up hero and champion Travion Graham. Uh, Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Jared Dudley. Bye-bye, JMZ. (laughs) Uh, Damare Carroll, who I, uh, don't think a lot of people even realized he was still on the team. 
Ed mm. Davis, Alan Pincers Up Crab, and D'Angelo. D'Lo, ice in his veins. Don't tell any secrets around him or they'll fill or he'll film them. Uh-huh. <laughs> Russell. Uh they did say hello though to uh-huh. <laughs> uh weird weird NBA uh uh retread Lance Tom Thomas uh uh-huh. Henry Frankenstein Ellenson <laughs> Uh, Wilson, the man with the dirtiest mouth in the NBA, Chandler, uh-huh. <laughs> poor man's Etwan Moore, Garrett Temple, uh, younger Damari Carroll, Torian Prince, mm-hmm. uh, a guy they signed for zero reason other than he is literally, like, he's the turtle of the NBA now, DeAndre mm-hmm. Jordan, <laughs> uh, and they said hello, of course, to the Galaxy Brain Twins, KI and KD, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, bring in those Galaxy Brains! <laughs> Alright, Sean, my first question. Uh, uh-huh. We heard all season about how good Brooklyn's team chemistry was. Uh-huh. Are they tempting fate by trading away half the team uh, that had that chemistry? And uh, also it- replacing uh, their... <laughs> A uh, young, promising starting center that everybody loves with DeAndre Jordan because he's friends with some assholes. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, that seems. It seems like. It seems like a lot of the non-basketball things that you have. Um, I think you lose them when the players go. I don't. I don't think they always talk about like organizations, but like. I don't know. That's. I don't know. That's man. like seven guy. Seven guys came out. Seven new guys in. Like <laughs> they still have that GM who uh, uh, stormed the referee locker room to threaten to fight a referee. Don't forget. Yeah, they do still have that guy. I do think um, you know Kyrie is better than D'Angelo Russell, but uh, you know he'll win some games by himself. But like. <laughs> it's going to take a while for them to kind of gel and figure out how to play together. And, you know, they're not going to get Katie at all this year. So, well, yeah. Cause the protector won't let him play. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> oh, we'll get to, Oh, we'll get to that. Uh, it does feel like they are tempting fate. It does feel like they, you know what this reminds me of actually? Uh-huh. Um, the, the 99, 2000 Orlando magic had doc rivers as the coach. And, um, they had, they had gotten all these young guys. It was like the year before they were making the push to sign Duncan McGrady and Grant Hill. Uh Um, and they, they were like this really fun team and they were really scrappy. And I think they missed the playoffs by like a game Mm -hmm. and then they got rid of everybody. But, uh, anyway, yeah, the, but look, I, I also don't think that it, that is, that it is at all a make or break season. Right. It's not like DeAndre Jordan's getting older and declining or anything. (laughs) Well, and DeAndre Jordan was so good with the young Mavericks last year. Uh, Oh, stealing rebounds from Luka Doncic and pouting all the time. Elbowing him in the head. I mean, it seems like, it seems like a bad move for Jared Allen. Uh, And Jared Allen rules. Well, he's, it's weird because of what DeAndre Jordan's reputation is. Um, whereas I think DeAndre Jordan is a pretty good 
offensive player, but a really overrated defensive player. Yes. Um, isn't this team going to kind of suck on defense, Joey? Like, what? who are the plus defenders we're bringing in here? Uh, I mean, isn't... Torian Prince is pretty... He's okay, right? Like I he think has like so. Again, he's like DeMar Carroll, um, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, I might just be... I, honestly, I might just be saying that because they were both Hawks and have that bad haircut. Right, right, right. Um, no, I think Torian Prince is probably going to be pretty good for this team. Yes. Um... By the way, can I can I tell you I I accidentally glanced at the tattoo site again, but uh, they were describing Richard Jefferson's shoulder as one of the most universally derided tattoos oh, in NBA history. It's so bad. <laughs> um, all right, uh, we need to move on though. Yeah, yeah. Um, here's my question about DeAndre Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, it's clearly going to stunt. We can both agree it's going to stunt Jared Allen's development, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he was a real jerk last year on both teams, correct? I agree, yes. Is he another, are he and Blake, like, just more proof that Chris Paul really is, like, soul-sucking? Is he like a, like a basketball soul vampire? I kind of think so, yeah. I think like, so, like- too. <laughs> Like, DeAndre, it accelerated because they made the commercials together. Yeah, yeah. It, like, broke his spirit, basically. Clutch, no! He's not <laughs> even in that one. Yeah, he did. Um, <laughs> um, but here's here's what they should do with DeAndre, right? Kenny Atkinson should get uh, Paul Pierce and Blake Griffin to trap DeAndre in his house, right? Oh, absolutely! Yeah. yeah, yeah, that should be a that should be a big priority, and you could do it like at Christmas time and trick him, and then he's in his house forever. Um, all right, and it wouldn't be a uh, a round ball rock without talking to psychedelic Kyrie Irving. That's true. So, for those of you that didn't see Kyrie Irving at Media Day this year, uh, here's a little bit of psychedelic Kyrie reading a real quote. From Kyrie. You have to go inside the mind of a competitor competitor, and realize that a lot of people have responsibilities responsibilities for why that ended up happening the way it happened on a national scale. We all know Kay was not ready to play in that environment. We all know, we all know, we all know whether people want to admit it. Or not, or not, or not. He was out 30 days, and we put him on a national stage in the finals to end up selling a product that came before the first heaven. And now I'm here now I'm to protect him, protect him. And I'm going to be the protector of that all throughout the year and not allow people to infiltrate the all right, Sean. What other what psychedelic conspiracy theory is Kyrie really going to embrace this year? Hmm. So he's gotten he's gotten to moonlighting. I think he's going to get deep into the JFK assassination this year. I think he's he's matured. You know, he's passed chemtrails. He's passed the moon landing. You know, he's got he signed a long term deal. It's time for him to prepare for you know the declassification of all that JFK stuff. 
I get it. Uh, I think it's the Denver airport. It's always the Denver <laughs> airport. Um, <laughs> um, all right. Might be why he didn't go to the Western Conference, honestly. Uh, they're over under is 44 and a half, I believe. Uh, yeah, I have, it's, it's different a couple places, but yeah, I think you're, I think you're right. Uh, 44, it ranges between 44 and 45 and a half. All right, let's yeah, say. It's dropped a lot. Let's say point. 45 then, right? Okay. Or 44, for, let's say 44. Sean, are the Nets going over or under? I think they're going under. I do. I think. I mean, it's weird because it's a low number, but I still kind of see them as like 43 wins. Uh, yeah, I, I, oh, I actually, I will specifically say, I think they're going to be bad at the beginning of the year. Um, I think, I I think they're going to, again, the East is so bad there. I think they're going, they're, they're getting to 44, not much over 44, but like. 44, 45, I could see it. Um, All right, Sean. It's kind of low. It seems really low. I, you know, I don't love... You know, I'm going to say over if it's 44. I wouldn't bet it over if it was 45, but I'm... Yeah, I think... I think think they're going to hit, like, 44 or 45. I mean, they only have to be two games above 500 to hit 44. Yeah. Um, all right, Sean, the New York Knicks. Last year they went 17 and 65. The worst record in basketball. They also did not get Zion Williamson. Mm-hmm. Uh they said goodbye to uh the mini Chris Stapps, Luke Cornett, mm-hmm. uh Noah Vonley, Lance Thomas, Emmanuel Moutier, DeAndre Jordan, and Mario Hazonia. And you'd think they're saying goodbye to all those guys. They have to get better, right? You'd think. Nope. They signed Wayne Ellington, Iggy Brezdikas, who we love. Mm-hmm. I want to go on the record here. Iggy Brezdikas fucking rules. Uh, but Alfred Payton, who is somehow more depressing than Emmanuel Moutier, <laughs> Reggie Bullock, Bobby Portis, Todd Gibson, Marcus Morris, Julius Randle, and... The third overall pick, R.J. Barrett. Mm-hmm. Um, my first question, which teammate is Portis most likely to punch? Ooh, this is a, this is a good question. He is not going to punch Taj Gibson. That's too scary. I could see Marcus Morris punching him, but I don't think Bobby Portis is going to punch Morris. So I'm going to say he's going to be punching down, and it's going to be Alfred Payton. And it's going to be like Alfred Payton when he's not looking, too. Uh, this, to me, is an obvious answer. It's Kevin Knox. Oh, uh, well, yeah. You've seen Kevin Knox, right? I, he looks I like a guy who got punched uh, by, uh, by a uh, veteran who was weirdly uh, intimidated by him. Even though, again, Kevin Knox was, I think, the worst player in basketball last year. <laughs> I think that's what, uh, yeah, he could have been. He could have been. Um, all right, who's going to block Kevin Knox the most? 
I think Touch Gibson is going to get a lot of minutes, but speci- but he's going to get blocked by Marcus Morris, who ends up playing three all the time. Uh, I want you to know David Fisdale said today that he plans on uh, full court pressing a lot. Oh, my God. <laughs> With this roster. Why? Why? <laughs> the guards on this team are insane. Like... They're going to full court press with Reggie Bullock? <laughs> so weird. <laughs> I mean, I guess you look and you're like, Julius Randle, Alfred Payton, I can kind of see it. And then you're like, oh, Taj Gibson, Marcus Morris, Bobby, the, all of those guys full court pressing? Look, I'm telling you right now. Uh, Knicks fans are going to like one player on this team, and it's going to be Iggy Bresdy. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, he he seems like the one that, just because Archie Barrett could be perfectly fine, but he's so likely to be disappointing. And he is like the face of the franchise now, somehow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they still have Frank, right? Yeah, who uh, they hated last year. Remember, mm-hmm. they kept screaming yeah. about why won't he play, and then he would play, and they'd be like, "He's oh, terrible, don't yeah. play him." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's who you full court press with, I guess. Frank <laughs> yeah. and yeah, Frank right? and Alfred Payton. Like, if mm-hmm. you're not gonna shoot well, at least be long, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, who do you believe in less, Kevin Knox or R.J. Barrett, Sean? Boy, um, I guess I believe in Kevin Knox less, but it's close. <laughs> like, Kevin Knox, when I look at him, I'm like, eh, well. And Barrett, I really did not enjoy in college, but I have to admit that he probably has more of the, like, skills that translate to the NBA better. I don't know. I, I, look, I, I was, I would have really been bummed to have the third pick and end up with him, but he's he's probably going to be okay. Knox, I could see being, like, a real bust. Alright, Sean. Uh, The Knicks are going to be bad, but with all their moves, are they going to be not unbelievably shitty like last year? I think yes, but, like, barely. But it it is worse! They can't... I mean... They just didn't, like, lose anyone useful, except maybe Lance Thomas. I mean, Vonley was actually pretty good last year for them. Yeah. But, but, you know, just, like, having Wayne, well, and now I'm (laughs) thinking about all the guys they traded in the Perzingas deal, but. (sighs) Oh, yeah, we forgot. They they still have Dennis Smith Jr., too. They do have Dennis Smith Jr., St- their starting point guard yeah, we forgot he about. He should be their face of their franchise, I guess. Um, it's just like a go- a lot of guys I don't really particularly like. Dennis They Smith, can't, but Frank. they're not going to be worse, but I'm still, look. All let's right, just, let's say it. They're over under is 27 and a half. Under. Under. <laughs> Way under. I think they're going to win like, they're not going to win... They're not going to be the worst team in the East, but that's because there's a team in the East that is, like, very clearly the worst team in basketball. Mm -hmm. But I think they're going to be close. 
it just the team just doesn't make any sense it at all. It looks like twenty two wins to me, max. <laughs> because like it, it's possible that none of these young players pan out at all, and it's also possible that a lot of these older guys are done. Uh huh. You know, like I do think Randall will be decent, and Bobby Portis will do Bobby Portis things, but it's possible that like Peyton Smith, Knox, and Barrett are all really bad. Uh huh. And it's not. It's not like. So like, oh, oh there's a chance that would happen. Yeah, so that's like a forty percent <laughs> chance that a bunch of those guys just suck. Literally, the young guy I have the most confidence in being an NBA in the NBA five years from now is Iggy Brastikis. Yeah, or um, and it's because I watched him in summer league, and I was like, oh, this is like a slightly better Jonas Jurebko. You know what I, I mean? Would, yeah. I guess I I guess I probably believe in Alonzo Trier oh, yeah. as well. I also like Alonzo Trier. Yeah. What a weird team. It just seems like it also seems like Okay. I know they were just trying to to get guys on like one year and two year deals, but like this is a recipe for a lot of players being really unhappy. Uh-huh. And they're only either young or old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's one guy who's in his prime. And Julius that's Randall. Randall, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess Portis uh, is, right? Yeah, yeah. But but uh, also Portis, boy. Morris, Randall, Knox, they uh, all play the same position, too. Right. And you you kinda don't have a small forward. Like you look well, at that's the depth RJ Barrett, right? I I mean maybe. It I guess I guess it is. I guess it's gotta be, right? I don't know, man. Uh, all I know is uh, have fun, Harrison Barnes, uh, R.J. Barrett too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you look at you look at the team, and it's like, God, this depth chart. I guess they they've got Barrett listed as shooting guard, being backed up by Trier and Ellington. Bobby Portis is listed as the backup center. It's a weird team. Um. All right. Look. We don't know anything about basketball, though. We're always very clear about this. We're in it. We watch it. We're in it for the stories, not so much the analytics. Luckily, mm-hmm. uh, we do have some experts who do know who do know about the numbers when it comes to the National Basketball League. Um, so it's time once again for the podcast within a podcast, uh, slammed up. With Brett Slamson and Randy Ledoux. This is Slam Up. With Brett Sampson and Randy Ledoux. Analytics. Friendship. Efficiency. And promo codes. These guys are fucking dorks. Uh, hello and welcome to the Slammed Up analytics podcast the only analytics podcast embedded in another uh less serious uh more comical i guess podcast uh i am your host brett slamson and with me as often is uh randy ledoux randy how are you oh i'm doing okay uh how are you brett oh i'm amazing uh as you know i have been uh taking a cross-country trip across north america uh checking out uh, America's greatest uh, legal brothels, 
Uh, I did the first leg of the trip to the Mississippi with my common law wife, uh, second stretch up to Canada with my mistress. And then on the, uh, return p- the trip was, uh, just with my side piece. And, uh, it was incredible. It was a, uh, sexual sports board. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm still, I'm still a little tingly from the trip. Uh, Randy, how did you spend, uh, your summer? Oh, I got a job. Um, I think, oh. as you know, I have a background in politics. Yes, we do, we we do know that. Yes. Um, and I have been well until very recently. I was working the campaign uh for presidential candidate Marianne Williamson. Oh wow, well, Marianne Williamson. I uh, you know, I I I once got to third base with Marianne Williamson at a uh, seminar. She's uh could be could be a leader of the country. Uh, How, how's that going for you? Not great. Uh, I was hospitalized briefly oh, no. when what she tried to purify me with sage. Uh, but oh. the sage, um, the the sage was larger than I was, and it smoked me out, and I got smoke inhalation, sage oh. inhalation. Ooh, that's that's brutal. That's that's tough for your body. On uh, the plus side, my <laughs> lungs are um, pure now. Well, that. That's good. Did you feel like there was some uh, some bad juju, possibly some uh, some bad vibes happening there? Um, I mean, no. I felt pretty good before, and now I feel terrible. <laughs> oh no! Well, I, I I I hope you can stick with the campaign. Are you ready now? I have uh, sage lung. Ooh, that's that's rough. Uh, that's that's how my grandfather died. Actually, I also got lost in her crystals. Oh no! Because of the reflections. No, she just has, has, she has a Scrooge McDuck vault full of crystals. Oh, dear. And um, I fell in it. I was strapped in there for two and a half weeks. Oh, no, that's got to be tough on your eyesight, just going from some reflective crystal to reflective crystal. But I feel pretty good. It's cool. Okay. She's out of the ways. I misunderstood what you said when you texted me that you were in a crystal hole. And so I'm sorry about those, uh, those, uh pamphlets for drug rehabilitation that uh have probably been bombarding your residents at this point mm-hmm. i apologize it's okay uh, i've been using them as a blanket oh well that, that's good that's good uh randy are you ready to preview the atlantic division sure all right well uh let's just get started uh oh but before we get started we have to talk to of course one of our sponsors uh this is a a fantastic sponsor that uh you know they're they're new to the podcast, but we're always ready. Uh, the new product is called Trajan Langdon's Lambskin Trojans. Uh, Pelicans GM and Hall of Fame coxman Trajan Langdon has a uh, smooth, silky jumper, but there's nothing smoother and silkier than making love using a Trajan Langdon Lambskin Trojan. You feel so much pleasure. Oh, you'll 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 slap the floor with your penis. Uh, uh, their slogan is "Let this blue devil keep you from getting blue balled." Uh, it comes in various sizes, from the beefier Elton Brand model to the slimmer and slimmer and feistier Wojo model. Uh, when it comes to STDs, like the real Trajan Langdon, this provides uh, very little defense. So always get tested with new partners and/or uh, partners and/or uh, yes, uh, Trajan Langdon's lambskin Trojans. Alaskan assassinate that pussy. Uh, and you can get uh, your, a sample three pack of Trajan Langdon's Lambskin Trojans with promo code seven day waiting period for blood test results. Uh, it's easy to remember. We talk about it all the time on the podcast. We do. 
So uh, thank you, Trajan Langdon's Lambskin Trojans. All right, so uh, moving on to another team associated with uh, the beefy uh Elton brand, uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, Randy, do you have any thoughts on the Sixers? I sure do. Um, Hmm. The way that they have changed direction from Sam Hinkie's brilliant numbers and analytics-based team-building scheme is one of the most depressing things in the world. I was looking at their team roster, and the fact that they signed a player over 30 and have attempted to win games instead of constantly attempting to lose them, Right, made me literally want to drink a thimble full of Everclear. Oh, no, no, that's terrible, Randy. But yeah, you're talking about uh, Al Horford. When I look at the roster, I want to be blind. Whoa, whoa. Uh, well, There's I mean, no that's... shooting. There's no... The only way you could switch with this team is if you were playing the 1981 Houston Rockets. Well, I I would say also you uh you know you 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 mentioned Al Horford. Uh, he is legally dead at this point. Of course, he is he a is. reanimated cop. He is a switchy zombie out there, and it's uh they Troubling. they haunt the opponents. But this is going to haunt their uh, financial bottom line for years. This is proof. That you should never hire players to do anything. Never, only never. Human, what do they know? Only computers know the game of basketball. Computers and people who are into stocks and bonds. Mm-hmm. Like you want a venture capital? Yeah. yeah. Well, you also have a stock market. Right? I have an right, Acorns account that is going wild right Whoa. now. I, I, wait, the I, returns are incredible. I have to say, I thought you were talking about literal acorns there uh, because you're so tight. I also have that because I'm very small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I think that uh, the real problem with this team is losing uh, Jimmy Butler's incredible sexual energy. Uh, That that animates the team, uh, keeps the locker room on their toes, uh, just just so much testosterone and uh, passion just on the court. Uh, They're going to miss that uh, combined with – Ben Simmons breaking up, getting dumped by Kylie Jenner, and uh, we 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 may be looking at a cuckfest here, Randy. I don't but they're, know what they're, that they're means. not even going to play. They're going to want to watch another team win the NBA title. That's that's what they get off on. They already did that. Yeah, no, I'm just saying they're they're going to chase the dragon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you like? Uh, do you think Ben Simmons shoots with the wrong hand? You know what? I think he should actually be shooting with his foot. I watched him uh, playing in a little soccer scrimmage out there, and I'm convinced that he is both right-handed and left-footed. So he's got to switch all that stuff up. But mainly, uh, he's got to get over his cowardice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, a computer's coward, not afraid cowardice. to shoot. Oh, go ahead. I said a computer's not afraid to shoot, so... Uh, no. yeah. The computer that wore tennis shoes is the greatest basketball player of all time. You're absolutely right. Uh, you you probably read my ten thousand word medium piece on that. Uh, the greatest basketball players of all time are, of course, uh, first uh, the uh, the computer who wore tennis shoes. Uh, second would be uh, 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 Bugs Bunny in the movie Space Jam, and then uh, number three is, of course, uh, the professor from Flubber. Speaking of medium articles, did you read my medium article? 
Uh, I, I that have how looked, Jerry Sandusky is innocent. Yeah, that. Where were you getting that research, Randy? Ten thousand hours of it, baby. I guess. I guess. I guess. Okay, the tobacco you, lobby. They they gave it to me. Can I? Can I ask? Did you write that immediately after escaping your two and a half weeks on the crystals? Maybe. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on to the uh, Boston Celtics. One of our favorite general managers, Danny Ainge. One of our least favorite coaches, Brad Stevens. Uh, no, just, he's the best. I. I just can't reconcile his sexual behavior with uh, an adult man. It's got All a lot the of players wanted to sign there because of how good he was at coaching the All Star Game. I I think that All Star Games should be abolished, and uh, if if they if I have a new location for the All Star Game for 2020, I would move it to uh, the Circle of Hell. So sorry, Chicago. Uh, the All Star Game is where any uh, non competitive basketball belongs, uh, and the trash boiling alive. In uh, a river of the molten dead. So, uh, so uh, Boston. Uh, so they their big transition is uh, going from Kyrie Irving to uh, Kemba Walker. Um, and uh, you know, I, I got to say this is a problem because they have lost nearly a point of Vorp in that process, and uh, they've also lost a lot of Gorp as uh, Jalen Brown has convinced Jason Tatum to uh, give up raisins. So that's... Oh, that's bad. It's going to be tough on their heights. How's he going to get the fiber? I, I, I don't know. I think he's he may be starving himself in order to uh, get another contract. Uh, it's a common device you see uh, for prisoners or people like Jalen Brown who are still shackled to uh, a rookie contract. Hmm. Uh, what do you think is going on with the team, Randy? Placing, uh, again, dead man Al Horford and letting him go to a division rival right. um, for almost no reason mm-hmm. is uh, an excellent move because they're replacing him with Grant Williams, as we all know. Cheap. Youth and, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, youth and a second round or, or late first round contracts. Uh, are, potentially um, you're looking at, you're looking at that nine years of controllability. Exactly. Uh, uh, and okay. sure, rookies are generally not very good their first year, but um, mm-hmm. uh, the flexibility is more important than winning basketball games, oh, as yeah, we yeah. all know. Getting... Cap flexibility is much more important than winning basketball games, so of course, just another stunning move that is sure to pay off by uh, uh, the genius of our times, Danny Ainge. Yeah, he's he is a brilliant man. He... Uh... You know, he's he's fueled by uh, the efficiency of not using his brain for any food related decisions at any point. And that leaves him uh, just th- that that's brain space he can use for analytics and uh, deals. Uh, I think it's great that uh, the entire team, uh, they've gotten rid of those redundant big men. Uh, it's going to be very small. It's going to be extremely switchy. Uh, it's going to be kind of like uh you know, have you seen the 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 Jack Black film Gulliver's Travels? I it's gonna be like it. that. Oh, that's right, Randy. They're your team. Just a bunch of of tiny, uh, smart guys. Just just roping a big guy. Yes, taking I him once down. trapped a fat man in your backyard. Oh, that's right. I remember that. That yeah. was uh, that was a real insurance liability, Randy. Well, you okay. know, sometimes Randy's got a Randy. <laughs> that that is your motto. Uh, speaking of getting Randy, uh, we've got a new sponsor, and it is uh, so 
well, let me just tell you this. I love waffles. I've actually uh, given up drinking beer, so I have more room in my stomach for breakfast pastries. But I want a frozen waffle that seduces me, not some uh, slutty toaster strudel. That's why I buy Negos, the waffle that shoves it in your face. Each individually packed uh, waffle has a backhanded compliment designed to lower your stomach's self-esteem and your stomach's inhibitions. Uh, for example, most guys can't pull off the dad bod look, but you're really confident about it. Uh, I think it's cool that you still wear that Indochino suit jacket over your freakishly long arms. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It's weird you got a boner when you notice that the milk was expiring soon. Uh, that those are all real things that happen to me. I just get I get excited about expiring contracts. I get excited about expiring foods. Uh, and you can get 50% off your first bulk purchase of the Nego waffles uh, using promo code Open Your Fucking Mouth. Uh, probably easy to remember. Uh, we talk about it all the time on the podcast. We do. We talk about it all the time. So uh, get some Nego waffles. There was a bee in here. It scared oh, whoa, me. Oh, oh my god. You, uh, d- don't try to jump on its back and ride it because I did you, that one time too. It's a terrifying experience. I it was one of those little ones. I found you inside a soda can. Yeah, that was fun. It was a dad's root beer. Ooh, <laughs> underrated soda, honestly. Uh so yeah, check out those Nego waffles. All right, moving on to the next team in the East, we have the Toronto Raptors. Uh, the Toronto Raptors. Uh, I'm going to just just talk about the financial picture of this team. Uh, they doomed themselves this summer. Randy? Oh, do tell. Well, you get a championship bonus for winning the NBA Finals. It is taxed at a 53.53% rate in Canada. Uh, not even really worth it to win the Finals, honestly. Uh, Kyle Lowry earned a total of $1.7 million in bonuses for the All-Star oh, berth no, what's and that the title. the cap? Uh, that's $4.25 million. In oh luxury God, taxes. Oh no! Almost six million dollars, and uh, you know that's money they can't get back. This is scarier than that movie I watched the other day, The Bye Bye Man. Ooh, ooh, The Bye Bye Man. That's that sounds somewhat scary. I, I'm not familiar with The Bye Bye Man. Hey, don't worry about it. Oh, okay, okay. It's not uh, as scary as this. This is terrifying. It's just a, a terrible decision. Uh that like it, it, okay, so they spent six million dollars for uh, a colored piece of paper you can ha- the, uh, hang in the Raptors. Is that what they did? Oh, oh, oh! And then they get to blow their champagne budget and like oh, but wear a bunch of uh, elaborate jewelry that a real man shouldn't be wearing on his hands anyway. Ugh, it's terrible. I couldn't have said it better myself. Oh, this this team is. Now, luckily, if I were running got... this team, I'd say bye bye to champions, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, luckily, they've got four expiring contracts this year. Do you think they can? Uh, is there any way that they're going to be able to move off that heinous Kyle Lowry contract? Oh God, no! Because imagine if they made the conference finals again. That's, I mean, that's, oh, they're they're out another three million dollars for what? For what? No one in that country cares about. Uh, well, luckily, yeah. it's not going to happen because their entire team is dead men and Stanley Johnson. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, everyone talks so much about Pascal Siakam, but guess what? He's old. Yeah, yeah. Pascal Siakam, he's... Uh, he's 24, he's well- I think. 
anybody that's able to legally rent a car in any country is not someone that you should be looking for for your acquisitions. He's 25 years old. He's oh. already through his prime. Oh, I to throw up. Thank God. Thank God that uh, they're finally going to make these African players produce their birth certificates uh, this year. Because, well, we got to know their exact ages, but definitely the foreign players, I got to say. Prove that you belong Marianne here. Williamson would disagree. Well, I, I, I have some strong feelings about, uh, you know, especially in Canada. It's a, it's a white man's country. I'm sorry. Should we move on? Well, let's move on. Let's move on, I guess. Uh, I, I kind of blacked out there for a second. Let's move on to the Brooklyn Nets uh, playing, playing in the borough. Uh, you know, uh, Spike Lee's home. Uh, you know, the site of site of the setting of the movie Smoke. Uh, do you want to do you want to talk about the team, or do you just want to name things that happened in Brooklyn? I kind of wanted to name more things. I okay, guess we should naming, move on. To the no, no, we'll go. No, we'll no, move I want to hear about more things in Brooklyn. Uh, where where they have that last exit with the sexual assaults. Uh, it's where the uh, Gowanus Canal is. Where uh, I definitely have not. Uh, dumped a body in the past. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's also where uh, the Huxville's house is. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, of the, one of the finest obstetricians that's out there. Um, okay, I don't like this. Keep going. Oh, sorry. Okay, okay. Um, uh, it's also where uh, my favorite pizza Please place stop. is. Please stop. Oh, okay. Just okay. talk about the team. You're right. Okay. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets, uh, this is very exciting. I like a few of the moves they made. Uh, they added... DeAndre Jordan, the 14th best offensive player in basketball by the most important stat that there is, offensive rating. Of course. And they're going to pair him with the 8th best offensive player in the NBA, uh, Jared Allen. Yeah! And, you know, as a as a side note, they also acquired uh, the 19th best offensive player, uh, Kevin Durant. Okay. Not quite as good on offense as Jordan oh. and Allen, but you know he should he should help them a little I bit. Mean, he's got repeatable shooting motion when his legs work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know yeah. his legs don't work, right? Well, they don't work. He's got he's got he's down a tendon. So I would suggest two courses of action for the Brooklyn Nets: either start Henry Ellenson at center and tank because uh, you don't have Kevin Durant this year. It's time to just. Fold the tent, mm-hmm. I like try it. to get some I assets, like yeah, yeah. get some picks. If if you're not willing to tank, uh, surgically remove Henry Ellison's Achilles tendon and implant Give it, it to in Durant. Oh, good play. idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like yeah. this. I mean, Henry Ellison also already is. He's like a Frankenstein already. Mm-hmm. Like he's yeah. probably made of dead man's tendons. So yeah. So they they should they should be able to to transfer very easily into another human body. Do you think, for since we're talking about a Frankenstein situation, do you think Kyrie Irving is more Igor or Doctor Frankenstein? Uh I believe that he would be like Doctor Frankenstein, but he would be like the brother that just has a community college PhD gotcha. in uh, philosophy. Okay, um, you're forgetting a big thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about Spencer Dinwiddie's contract? Uh, no, I bought so many shares of it. Oh, you know, I, I, I have to say that legally I cannot uh, discuss Spencer Dinwiddie's contract I'm right sorry, now. Why? He's, well, I, I was an advisor on the, uh, the, the contract provision. And, okay, uh, how you did know, they lose getting... Travion Graham? 
Oh, he's getting. Oh my gosh, that's terrible, terrible. You know what? That's why they should tank. Just fold the franchise. If you can't value a player like Graham, what are you doing in the NBA? Okay, seriously, what's he's the like, deal oh. with the Dinwiddie contract? Well, it's a it's a digital token that allows you to a certain amount of investment in Slams and Corp, uh, diversified portfolio. I really, I really cannot talk about this because okay. of SEC. I uh, you I have you told me to put a bunch of money into it. Yes, Am yeah. I going to get burned again, Brett? No, 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 no. It's a great idea. I just can't talk about it publicly because it's uh such a good investment for everybody. Okay, uh, I hope I don't get burned again. Oh yeah, Look, well you it's know it's a new you, Randy this year. I'm <laughs> sticking up for myself. No, 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 you're asbestos coated now. You're literally asbestos coated as part of the crystal treatment. All right, uh, we have a new sponsor, uh, which where you won't get toasted. It's called Battleship. Uh, this is not the children's board game, which is embarrassingly easy to master. I uh, regularly destroy children with my warship placement, Randy. The key is to use smaller, uh, switchier boats. Children are uh, idiots. Battleship is a website where users can vote on what rap battle matchups they'd like to see. Randy, you see, uh, for millennials, ship is talking about people that uh, they you, you want two people to get together. You ship them. Yeah, no kidding. A, a relationship. I stand. Okay. I stand shipping. Ooh. Well, I ship you and uh, Fievel's sister from the movie An American Tale. That's upsetting. Well, I mean, neither one of you are human, so I don't I, feel like it's, it's. I am not human. That is true. You're a Randy. Yeah, I'm a Randy. So on Battleship.com, you uh, you pick your favorite NBA stars, and Battleship turns to its army of bots to goad the week's two highest voted players uh, into a feud. That's the best thing about social media: uh, bullying people into doing things, uh, whether it is Betty White hosting SNL or uh, people yelling about uh, snakes on planes. Social media is all about bullying. Uh, no offense to Shane Gillis, who is a friend. Uh, anyway, Battleship has more beef than a Jordan Peterson diet book, and you can get a trial membership to Battleship.com with protocol code SLAMSIZZLE. Uh, we talk about it all We've the time. We've never it, talked about that. What's, what is it, that? Uh, it's, it's my MC name, and you can hear more of those, those fat Brett Slampton beats. Over at uh, SoundCloud.com. Okay. All right, our final team in the Atlantic Division, Randy. It is the New York Knicks. The New York what? The New York Knicks. Oh, okay. Oh. I thought you said the Nets again. Oh no, no, no! It's a, it's the Knicks. Okay. Um, they added the number nine player in offensive rating, Taj Gibson, but there's oh, a problem. He's a yeah. fucking dead man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's. A plus and a minus. If they're going to have him, uh, he should. If, yeah, play him at point guard. Play him yeah. at point guard. I'm uh, glad I we just, agree. I wanted to, uh, you know, this team is not going to be great. They're tanking again. I love it. One year contracts, just acquiring assets uh, of any kind, uh, just just not looking at the quality, just, just amassing as many of them as they can, even if they block each other. That's part of the investment principles we have at Slams and Corp. 100%. Uh, okay. And I also wanted to, speaking of Slams and Corp, I wanted to uh, give a personal thank you to James Dolan for his uh, business introductions Excuse to other investors. Mm-hmm. You're friends with him? Well, JD and the Slate Shot were playing at uh, Hedonism 4 that I went to this weekend. It's uh, very clothing, optional, sexually free. But he wrote uh, that song about you. 
Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It so, was I mean, not. It was not flattering. No, it, it. Well, you know, it. Things got pretty crazy at Hedonism Four. That's uh, actually held on the island where they had the fire festival. But uh, you know, we had a great time. So uh, thanks, thanks, JD. Okay. All right, uh, but that does, I believe, wrap it up for the Atlantic Division. Um, Randy, what do you plan to do before we do our next preview? Um. Oh, I got hired by a different presidential candidate. Oh. Oh. I'm now working for Andrew Yang. Oh, well, hey, so, you're in the gang. I, mm, sure. Uh, yeah, well, let's, uh, all right, so. Uh, I'm more uh, of a, uh, I'm a mercenary, less of a gang type. Oh, oh, I see. You're a, you're a paladin, in a way. You're a soldier of fortune. Yeah, that's 100% me. I'll work for anybody. Oh, wow, that's, that's crazy. Well, uh, we'll get to updating these spreadsheets, and we will t- see you at the next preview uh for now i am brett slamson saying uh you know basketball is for machines i don't think brett slamson knew how to end that episode he he seemed distressed he was there was something going on there he He, was he he, he, he said he was friends with shane gillis and James Dolan. Uh-huh. That's, and then he said something pretty racist about Canada. He said he was pro-Cosby. Like, do we have to have him on the show? I like the little guy. I I mean, can we just... If you get canceled on the internet, are you canceled in real life? I don't know, but I hate it. Uh, we it's need not to, great. We need to... He's too alpha. I would ask him to walk it back a bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, last time I contacted him, uh, he threatened to sue me. That's not great. Oh, man. Can we get out of this contract? Uh, I'll I'll talk to our lawyer, Damon Agnos. Okay. <laughs> um, Sean, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, and I'm going to have a bunch of basketball content on Yard Barker, so heads up for that. That's all. Uh, as for me, uh, we're on Patreon at patreon.com slash roundrockpod. If you feel like giving us money, that'd be great. Um, also, email us at roundrockpod. Tweet at us at roundrockpod. Uh, the first one is at roundrockpod at gmail.com. Um, and um, I'm, I'm going to say this. You can follow me on Twitter, but I'm a little worried, Sean. About Mm -hmm. my Twitter account. Oh, no. What happened? Uh, It's getting too popular. I have noticed that. Uh, Vogue today wrote an article with the headline, Need a distraction? Let Frankie Muniz's weird Twitter take you away. I don't like that at all. No, he... (laughs) Anyway, uh, September 29th, I tweeted... uh, I think I've reached the age where I need to stop caring about sports before I die from a brain aneurysm. Ooh. Uh, That's because he's an Arizona Cardinals fan. Uh, I don't like that at all. (laughs) Um, Trust the process? Oh, hold on. I I did write a song. Oh, sorry. I almost forgot. Yeah, Sean, did you write a song? I did. I did. And this is just inspired by uh, the television show... Uh, the Righteous Gemstones, and the song is called Contraventin. It's about the salary cap.
Uh, that sounds great. Uh, trust the process. Trust the process. And uh, shut it down. Let's all uh, invest in Spencer Dinwiddie's weird contract with Brett Slamson. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> I don't think so either. Owner said no, but I did it anyway. Contraventing. Commissioner said no tweets. I said I'm gonna contraventing. Comments on Instagram, Kimmel on TV, offering deals with no guarantees. Leaking leak mammals, I'm on Twitter venting. Just NBA executives out there contraventing. Union said Nene's deal was a no-go contraventing. Told why we could get his old logo contraventing. Making a secret deal with Joe Smith, telling Kyrie the moon landing was a myth. Bribing agents so he'd stop dissenting. Just GMs and presidents out there contraventing. We thought we could tamper for kicks till the bald man threatened to take draft picks. So much fraud we could end up in San Quentin. So no more tampering, no more contraventing. Hey, look! The wig is clogging! Hey! He's got a pickle in his mouth! And now a retired GM joined him in the dance! Give it up for Baby Billy King! Adam, we tossed out all our burner phones, we're consenting. Won't barricade DeAndre and his home, we're relenting. Letting the league inspect our text. No more blackmailing players with sex. Gave up the lease to the Hamptons house. We're renting. No more scams and no more contraventing. Respect the cap. No more contraventing. Amen. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.